Welcome to the Facilitation Studio. I'm your author and reader, John Sunar, a design strategist and facilitator based in Edinburgh, Scotland. Episode 5, Running a Retro Using Six Hat Thinking. In the previous issue, I introduced Edward de Bono's Six Hat Thinking tool, which is a powerful technique for exploring multiple perspectives and generating new ideas. In this issue, we'll dive deeper in how to apply the six thinking hats in the structure of a project retrospective. Project retrospective, or retro, is a meeting held at the end of a project to reflect on what went well, what didn't go well, and what can be improved in future. It's an opportunity for the team to learn from their successes and from project failures, to identify areas for growth, and improve the process for future projects. The six hats thinking tool is a useful way of structuring a retro. As a quick reminder, each hat represents a different perspective or way of thinking, and in the retro, we'll use each of the hats to help the team explore the project from multiple angles and generate insights they might not have otherwise come across if they'd use parallel thinking. The structure I've put together here is for a project retro, that is, in an agency or consultancy environment where you've completed a client project. But by changing some of the language, you could just as easily use this retro template for a sprint or for any kind of internal initiative as well. So, here is my suggested structure for a retrospective using the six thinking hats. Preparation. As ever, preparation lays the foundations upon which you'll build your workshop, and it'll dramatically increase the impact of the session. First, create a copy of the retro template in your chosen collaborative software, or you can draw it out on a whiteboard. Though less than ideal from a collaboration point of view, you could even do this in something like a shared document, as long as everyone can edit it at once. You want to make sure that everyone can edit so that no one has the ability to gatekeep intentionally or unintentionally what's input into the documentation. Also make sure your team can access and use the tool that you choose. We will go through a few options for tooling and how to introduce them to your team in a few weeks. For now, I'm assuming that you're au fait with one of these methods and you're comfortable using them with your team. Next, share a top line agenda along with a 90 minute calendar invite. Try to make sure you're able to involve everyone who works on the project in the retro. If that's not possible, you can carry out a short interview with teammates who can't make it to ensure that they're included in the documentation. And finally, part of your preparation is the white hat. Prior to the session, make sure you have the facts. These are the objective success metrics your organization is using to track projects. In the template, I've included space for three, and I've just put in the three that I most commonly see in agencies. That's margin, timeline, and CSAT, client satisfaction. But your organization's probably gonna use different ones. In the session. The session breaks down into two phases. First, there's a mapping phase, which uses the white, blue, red, yellow, and gray hats. In that phase, you're collecting information. And then we step into a dreaming phase, which is the gray and the second blue hat, in which you're interpreting your shared information and creating new ways of working moving forward. There are four potential phases for any workshop and we'll visit them in a future issue. Top tips. Ask everyone to use the same color sticky to reduce visual clutter and keep things more even. If you need to track down who wrote a specific sticky later on, you can right click on it in Miro or you can turn that on in FigJam and it'll give you the name of the author. I really recommend having everyone use one color. It reduces the apparent hierarchy and makes it harder for people to immediately assign opinions and thoughts to other people just based on what they're seeing on the board. Next, remind people how to add stickies to the canvas. In Miro, you hit the N key, so remember that as a note, 
and in Fig Jam you hit the S key, remember that as sticky. Asking people to create a new sticky each time rather than duplicating existing ones means that you'll get a uniform size and you don't accidentally end up with people moving things or deleting other people's information. Setting the scene. This is five minutes. Start by introducing the purpose of the retrospective and the six thinking hats. Explain how each hat represents a different perspective and how the team will use them all to explore the project. Make sure you surface the order in which we're going to use the hats so that, as I mentioned in the previous issue, people know that they are going to get the opportunity to talk about things that didn't work and to talk about things that did work. Next, we're going to step into the mapping phase. All in all, this is about 55 minutes, but we'll break it down as we go through it. In the mapping phase, we're collecting information and laying it out for everyone to see. You should be asking why a lot in the mapping phase. We're going to start with the white hat, a short two minute conversation in which you'll introduce the pre-collected white hat facts and outline if the project was objectively successful. Next, we're going to step into the blue hat. This will take about 10 minutes. This is to set the scope of the conversation and you're going to ask each collaborator to take five minutes and silently create a set of stickies, each of which represents a memorable moment in the project. As they create them, they're going to add them to an evolving timeline. When people's contributions are started to slow, ask them to review that timeline, fill in any gaps, and make sure that their memory of the project is correct. Based on the contributions, you should spend the next five minutes answering the following scope questions. What time frame will the retro cover? In an agency context, we want to ask, is the sales process included? How about the contracting process? And how about post-handover or post-launch activities? Next, you want to make sure you understand what teams are included. And do you have the right people in the room to represent those teams? Finally, you're going to use the last three minutes in a red hat. Use the red hat to explore how the team felt about that project across its duration. Remember that the red hat doesn't require justification. Why those feelings occurred will come out as we use the yellow and grey hats. Each team member should reflect on the timeline and pick four key moments and assign an emoji relevant to their experience of that moment in the red bar. For the retro's next two steps, you'll follow the same process twice. It's designed to keep the team on important and impactful conversations. The process will go as follows. First, you'll have five minutes of solo sticky note writing with the relevant hat on using the timeline to catalyze thoughts. Next, you'll have two minutes quietly reviewing and grouping stickies. Create titles for the groups using black stickies so they stand out and we understand why these groups are forming. And finally, each person will pick one group of stickies that they feel most passionate about and summarize what they see there. We'll keep this to two minutes per group. Collaborators can start by explaining their own sticky that's part of that group and then ask for a contribution from others that may have added into that group. So, the first place we're going to apply this process is in the grey hat, and we're going to take 20 minutes of this. Remember the grey hat is a careful, critical, considerate hat. In the context of a retro, it's about identifying challenges and issues that arose during the project and highlighting risks that might be mitigated in future. Encourage the team to be honest and identify areas where the project could have gone better. You're going to follow the process outlined above. Five minutes of silent sticky writing, two minutes of organisation, and then a discussion of the highest priority groups. Now you're going to do the same for the yellow hat. The yellow hat is looking for positives, for additional value, and for opportunities. 
Where did this project stand out from others you've done in the past? What would you like to see carried forward? Encourage the team to focus on specific things that make a difference and highlight things that could be opportunities for other projects in the future. Again, you're going to follow that process above. Five minutes of silent sticky writing, two minutes of organisation, and then a discussion of the highest priority groups. Now we've done our mapping, we're going to step into the dreaming phase. In the dreaming phase, you reflect on your mapped information and explore what it could be in the future. You should be saying what if a lot in the dreaming phase. You're going to start with 20 minutes of green hat thinking. Frame your ideation challenge to the team. Ask them to imagine that they're facing a similar project to the one they've just completed. Based on the yellow and grey hats, what would they do differently and how would that happen? Brainstorm ideas for improvement and growth using the green hat. Encourage the team to think creatively and suggest new approaches, strategies and tools. Finally, you're going to spend 10 minutes on the blue hat. Use the blue hat to review the scope you set out and the ideas generated in the green hat. Are there any areas that people had hoped to cover but we didn't get a chance to discuss? Are there further conversations that need to be had? And are there actions that can be taken forward? And who should be doing that? Concluding. It's time to pat everyone on the back. You've done a hard thing and you've done it well. The retro is often a conclusion point for the project and in the case of an agency, it's likely the team won't work together in their current format for some time. So make sure you have a celebration, a recognition of what you've all achieved together and a review of what you've been through in the retro. As the facilitator, once everyone's hung up, you've got one last job. Write everything up in a timely way and share it with the project team. I like to do this in an editable format, say in Notion or a Google Doc, and give the team time to correct any misunderstandings or add in detail before I share it with the wider company, with PPM and with discipline teams. Retro's value lies in the learnings and action that can be taken forward, and the only way that can happen is through this dissemination. Even if you have the best retro in the world, if you leave it there on a mirror board or a fig jam board, it can't be anything if it can't go anywhere. So, that's a retro structure based on six art thinking. Following this structure ensures that your project retro is comprehensive, constructive, and importantly, actionable. It's key to note that the success of a project retro depends on the active participation of all team members. Encourage everyone to share their thoughts and ideas openly and honestly as you work together to identify areas for improvement. I hope this is a useful template for you, both as a way of running a retro, but also as an example of how six thinking hats can be used to structure a workshop. This is the first template I'm sharing, and as I've created this, I'm realizing that I want to say way more than I'm anticipated. And I'm worried that I'm going overboard or providing too much information all in one. So I'd love for you to answer this quick poll to give me guidance for the next time. And if possible, leave a comment explaining whether you felt this was useful, whether it was too much, or what I could do to make this more usable for you moving forward. I'm writing this newsletter because I really believe that everyone has the ability and deserves the chance to manage better facilitation. And I want to make sure that what I'm doing is as valuable to people like you as it can be. This is me doing my bit of user research. So I really appreciate your feedback. So I hope that was useful. I hope you enjoyed it. And until next time, happy facilitating. Subscribe to this ongoing series from the Facilitation Studio and let's improve the quality of the collaborative environments you create.